Hello and welcome. Today is February the 1st, 2019. It is 9.32 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I'm coming to you guys tonight to talk to you about compassion fatigue. My name is Terry, and I am a nurse educator and a CPR instructor. And I am the host of this show, The Nurse Informant Show. I also have a blog. Go check it out. It is the nurse Informant. Dot wordpress.com so i was talking to a friend the other day and i was telling her how for months i would not be able to physically go to work just because i was burned out and there were things at the job that was so stressful that to even think about going to the job um it would cause me um a a lot of stress physical stress and so she said I truly believe that nurses have PTSD and so that got my wheels turning and I never really thought about it um, that way but I, I googled PTSD and nurses and so a lot of the articles came up about psychiatric nursing um, in in relations to uh, nurses working on psychiatric wards. But I kept looking and I came across this website that's called um, Confa- Com- Com- excuse me, CompassionFatigue.org. Um, and so there's there's an actual website where um, I believe it's a, it was a doctor, a PhD doctor, that came up with um, uh, compassion. Well, they used to call it nursing burnout, but now they call it compassion fatigue. And so she actually um, have loads of information on this website. And so I'm going to read a little bit um, of the information that I found, and then I'm going to give you... Um, a um, little bit about my story as well and then I will let you go on about your business I'll try try to keep this as short as possible but also I am a public servant so I try to bring you the information you need to be aware of different health related issues within our community so did you know that compassion fatigue is a state experienced by those helping people or animals in distress. It is an extreme state of tension and preoccupation with the suffering of those being helped to the degree that it can create a secondary traumatic stress for the helper. And that was a quote by Dr. Charles Figley, who is a professor um, at um, Tulane. And so um, the website go on to say, um, caring too much can hurt. It says here, when caregivers focus on others without practicing self-care, destructive behaviors can suffer, can surface, excuse me. Apathy, isolation, bottled up emotions, and substance abuse had a long list of symptoms associated with the secondary traumatic stress disorder now labeled compassion fatigue while the effects of compassion fatigue can cause pain and suffering learning to recognize and manage its symptoms is the first step toward healing 
The Compassion Fatigue Awareness Project um, is dedicated to educating caregivers with authentic, sustainable self-care and aiding organizations in, in their goal of providing healthy, compassionate care to those whom they serve. And so basically, this foundation has um, been here since 20... Well, it doesn't say... I don't know, 2017. I know you can get some uh, books on Amazon in regards to that. And there is a TED Talk that um, that is talking about how to manage compassion fatigue. And so on this website, www.compassionfatigue.com, excuse me, .org, They have resources here where um, the uh, person who is seeking help can get those resources and reach out to people in their area. And so recognizing they have a um, tab here where you could click and you can recognize it has different um, signs and symptoms. Compassion fatigue symptoms are normal displays of stress resulting from the caregiving work you perform on a regular basis. While the symptoms are often disruptive, depression and irritating, an awareness of the symptoms and their negative effect of your life can lead to positive change, personal transformation, and a new resiliency. Reaching a point where you have control over your own life choices and take time takes time and hard work there's no magic um there's there is no magic involved here it says there's only a commitment to make your life the best it can be so normal signs um normal symptoms present in an individual um is excessive blaming bottled up emotions isolation from others um receives unusual amounts of complaints from others Voices excessive complaints about administrative functions, substance abuse used to mask feelings, compulsive behaviors such as overspending, overeating, gambling, sexual addiction, poor self-esteem, legal problems, in debt, uh, reoccurrence of nightmares and flashbacks uh, uh, to the traumatic event. So with that being said, if, if any nurses are listening, how many of us have dreamed of um, or had nightmares of a shift um, that we've worked or something like that? Uh, chronic physical ailments such as GI problems, um, reoccurrent colds, apathy, sad, no longer um, finds activities pleasurable, difficulty concentrating, Mentally and physically tired, preoccupied, and in denial about the problems. So when compassion fatigue hits critical mass in the workplace, the organization itself suffers. Chronic absenteeism, spiraling workers' comp costs, high turnover rates, friction between employees, and friction between staff and management are among organizational symptoms that surface creating additional stress on workers. So if you guys know anybody that is suffering from compassion fatigue, have them Google this. And, um, um, you know, 
bring about awareness to this issue because it is a big issue i never knew it to be called compassion fatigue but it it makes perfect sense now that i read it that um nurses um especially people who have been at the bedside for a long time um and experience this um these feelings this um fatigue this burnout and um, now here lately nurses don't stay at the bedside for 25 years they go in they get the skills that they need to start their own businesses and so that they can be happy and free on their own terms and they don't have to put up with the the physical abuse the emotional abuse the um the um professional abuse that is we're subjected to for the, for you know in some institutions not all but some places are really good places to work and some are horrible and that's just the real truth in the matter and so um with that being said um you know a lot of um my story entails a lot of professional abuse people not um like I say people but management um not accepting my um um evaluations as valid or um not accepting um my work ethic as true or you know people will come in the office brand new never worked with me and then give me a um average or um, just above average when I've been functioning on an excellent level for years. And so um, I wouldn't necessarily call that uh, professional abuse, but um, I've had um, words with other co-workers because they wanted me to do something that was unethical and I refused. And of course, you know, they turn other people on you. It's just a really um, uncertain um hospital settings and in uh, medical clinics you know it's like everywhere else people are cliquish and it causes stress and patients are fickle and everyone's trying to get everyone in trouble from the administration to the patients to the staff members your co-workers and it just does not seem to be a teamwork environment anymore so Anyways, I wanted to come by and talk to you guys about the compassion fatigue and um, just to give you guys some insight and bring about some awareness on what it is and um, just to let you guys know that there is someone out there that is aware um, and they started an organization where you can actually get help um, and um, if you have EAP um, employment assistant program at your job you should be using it because um, especially if you um, pay for it out of your you know if you're a full-time employee even if you're not because I think you can have your children um, go to there or your you know just people in your general family I think they help up to 10 sessions for completely free so if you've never heard of EAP if if you are if you have a job or what that you know they should be a part of a program if you're in the hospital i know all hospitals have eap so if you're in a um, hospital setting or a medical setting ask your human resource um 
person if there is an EAP program for you or your families and you can actually get marriage counseling and things of that nature. And so anyways, um, you know, if you recognize any of, you know, those signs and symptoms, um, get some help, um, you know, and it's, it's something that should be talked about more, even in onboarding and orientation. So anyways, that's my time. I um, appreciate you guys for stopping by to listen to me. Compassionfatigue.org, the the nurseinformant.wordpress.com. Go ahead and um, follow me. There'll be more information coming soon. And um, I think I'm going to do a little bit about some black history um, and just, you know, talk a little bit about the things that I do know to be true um, in black history. Maybe I'll do a little bit of that, but in light of keeping it on the health side and the medical side. So anyways, I'll talk to you guys soon. Again, thank you for listening. Excuse the stumbling. I've been working all day and um, I'm kind of tired. So I I did want to come by um, on the first of the month to give you guys some information compassionfatigue.org the nurseinformant.wordpress.com and um, make sure you subscribe thanks have a good night